Well, hello everyone. I'm your host, Colton Prater, and this is the Fires of Revival podcast, and thank you so much for joining the broadcast today. Uh, I know the last several episodes we've had guests and different things, so thank you for your support and supporting those guests and listening to the episodes and sharing them and just helping spread the word. And for today, we have a very special treat, Pastor Robert Barnett, and I'll be introducing him a little on here after the word of prayer, and I'll let him tell him about his life and ministry and his church and so forth. He's a pastor here in Knoxville, Tennessee. But before we jump into our interview, I'll open up with a word of prayer, and then I'll start beginning asking him the questions so you can get to know him. Dear Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity for us to record this podcast. Thank you for the technology allowing us to get this across the world. I ask that you be with those that are listening, that they'll just get some spiritual truths out of this conversation, that you'll just work in their heart, you'll just drive them to be a better soul winner, a better Christian, and you'll just do a great work in their heart and their life, Father. Impact them for you, and in your Son's name, amen. So as I said here, I have Pastor Robert Barnett here, the pastor of the Grace Bible Baptist Church here in Knoxville, Tennessee. But so the audience can get to know who you are and find out about your story, could you tell the audience how you came to know Christ as your Savior, how you got saved? Yes, sir. First of all, I want to say thank you for your work, what you're doing, and God's definitely raised you up for such a time as this, as a young man. Um, I give my testimony from the projects to the pulpit many a times, traveling around this country, and God's used it, but I grew up as a project boy there in Jehovah Witness Kingdom Hall background. And in high school, I met my wife. She was going to Independent Fundamental Baptist Church, Faith Baptist Church in Wilcock, Connecticut. Pastor Dan Sousa, through the bus ministry, uh, was a miracle there. Uh, that happened. And um, I heard the plan of salvation for the first time mm-hmm. in my life. And um, he asked me, did I know for sure when I would die? Did I know I was going to heaven when I, when I would die? And I didn't know. Nobody ever asked me that question before. At Kingdom Hall, they never taught you that. But that same year, God called me to preach, and me and my wife went to Bible college together and graduated together. But that's how I got saved, through an independent, fundamental Baptist church, soul winning church. Wow, I was blessed. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's for churches like that that we have the preachers that we have today through soul winning, through bus ministry. And, you know, if you're listening and you're, you work on a bus route, don't ever think it's in vain. You never know who that person you could be leading to Christ, that person you're bringing to church discipling. It could be the next pastor of your church or the next Bible college graduate or the next faithful Christian to be serving in a church for 20, 30 years. You never know what you're doing there. But you mentioned that you answered the call to preach. Do you mind sharing how that happened? Maybe if it was a sermon you heard or or something like that? Sure. It happened so quickly. God was moving so quickly. Way in 1979, just imagine, 40 years ago. (laughs) But it's like yesterday. Mm. I mean... The preaching, the fundamentals of the faith, with the fundamentalism, I was blessed. And um, I'll never forget it. Uh, my preacher was preaching on opportunities. Don't miss an opportunity. As a young person, he preached that message. Mm. Uh, decisions, um, so many decisions I've made, but that was one of the major decisions I made in my life. And I said, I'm not going to miss this opportunity. God had been speaking to me about preaching. I just wanted to preach. I wanted to preach God's word. Yeah. Never forgets uh, standing up with a bunch of young people that uh, had a skit on runaways and troubled kids, and and I played the bass guitar, and um, I was I was just so into um, the wicked music of this world. But I stood up and I said, "This is it." I said, "I'm, I'm quitting this junk. I'm going to preach God's word." I preached those young people. I forgot what I preached. On. <laughs> but I said, "I'm going to surrender. I want to go to Bible college. I had a scholarship to go to Berkeley Music College of Boston. That's mm-hmm. another story." I turned that down and went to Bible college. Paid my way through mm-hmm. Bible college, Baptist Bible College Institute East at that time, Baptist Bible College East um, in Boston. It was in New York, but it moved awesome. to Boston. Yes, sir. Now, so we can get a little bit more, know a little bit more about you. I know we know how you got saved and how you answered the call to preach. 
But could you tell us maybe all your the ministry experiences God's allowed you to be a part of, maybe where you went to Bible college at, churches you've served at, roles at those places, oh, and that yes. kind of thing. What a, what a blessing. So of course, I uh, left um, Faith Baptist Church in Wilcock, Connecticut, went to Bible college. And there in Bible college, oh, God used us so many times, traveled around the country in college. and But the church there, Faith Baptist Church in Boston at that time, um, going up there in Boston, well, we'd go soul winning, man. I'll never mm -hmm. forget the zeal we had as Bible college students. We had street preaching. We we, we just um, soul winning. We just, I mean, mm -hmm. we just, wow. we went so, we through all the bus ministry. Then went to New York. At times in New York, we, um, the college moved from New York to Boston. We were there in the city. Um, going soul winning and bus ministry there at Metropolitan Baptist Church. But there, up there, is when God called me, Knoxville, Tennessee. I, I was willing to go anywhere, anywhere. And I said, Lord, um, you know, you guide me. And I'll never forget it. Um, a preacher from Morristown, Tennessee, Doug Ripley, Open Door Baptist Church, met my preacher in the black community of Boston. And I was up there, and my president of college knew that I had such a burden and we'll talk about that, um, the burden that God gave me for the black population, not just a black church, but a New Testament Baptist church, London mm. Baptist church, reaching all people. We'll talk about that. But mm. I'll tell you, um, when I left um, Boston, we broke history, history here in Knoxville. We'll talk about that in a little mm. while. But, God, but God's blessed through these um, pastoring 36 years here. Wow, 36 Amen. years. Yes, faithfulness sir. right there. Wow. Mm. Now, with you being a man of color, I know that reaching people of your race is yes, a key thing a part of your life yes, reaching sir. all people all races and yes, all sir. thing and in independent baptist churches today would you think would you say racism is an issue today that is faced is it something that's common or rare in between in independent fundamental baptist churches well, in america today how could it not be i mean every week on the news we're hearing it hearing it every week and especially this um this past election we see all the corruption and the mess and socialism communism just flooding through um, how can we not recognize there is a problem in our churches, in our country? Mm. Um, the communists are using it the wrong way. We need to use it the right way. And that's the burden that God's put upon mm. my heart. We're in the black community on the east side um, here um, in Knoxville, but we got different nationalities of people. So my big burden is getting the gospel to the black populace. Um, uh, it's a nation within a nation. Yes, it's sir. a whole different culture. Mm. But uh, we need to have wisdom on how to address the issue. Um, and uh, we can talk about that now. Or Sure, yeah. And question. the flip side of that in mm -hmm. saying there is, how can we as Christians change that narrative and well, you know, get good, away the racism? Good, and, good question. The Holy way. Spirit has led you to ask these questions, okay? That's why I said you're a young man. God's raised you up at mm -hmm. such a time as this because you're willing to address the issue. Mm -hmm. We've tried to hide it under the rug yes, sir. all these years. But it's caught us. It's messed us yes, up, especially this, especially this last mm -hmm. coming election, um, this last election, because the socialist communists would not be able to be in there if it wasn't for the black populist vote. Mm -hmm. Okay, but we're reaping what we sown through the years. Yes, sir. Okay, now um, we gotta have, we gotta we gotta handle this thing wisely. You know, um, I believe the best way to do it is. Um, we're striving in leadership, you know, get mm. different nationalities in leadership. Liberals and socialists, communism. Um, communists are using it the wrong way. We can exactly. use it the right way. We can work mm. together. Yes, sir. You know, uh, striving to get some, um, you know, um, you know, I, I, it's sad we got to use black and white. Mm. It, it you is. know, it, it's sad, okay? Because Paul said no Jew, no Gentile. And you, you know what the scripture, mm. you know, the scripture yes, talks yeah. about. But it, it's reality. It is. It, it, it's the real world. But we need to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Mm to know how we can address this problem. 
we've got to pray, and, and I believe God's doing it. He's got to do it more, okay, that we get, see, fundamentalism, <laughs> that's the best we got in our country, Amen. fundamentalism. There's nothing better, independent, fundamental Baptist church. Amen. But we've got to realize that God can make a trial blessing through slavery. So slavery, slavery, God has raised up uh, uh, white people to reach black people, um, to get people saved, and and has been used to get the gospel, to get the truths um, throughout history. And once again, we need that burden. Thank God to go to Africa, to go across the. Mm -hmm. across the world but we need some to get burdened for the black populace yes, sir. and to work with a black home. preacher work with um, a black and the blacks work with, with white preachers mm -hmm. I mean good night I mean the need is so great today because you know we're our country is just about to be destroyed mm -hmm. because of this race thing you're willing to address it but some white preachers and black preachers they don't want no, to same. address it but God has used me I've preached in a number of churches and um, I preached up there, Morristown Baptist Tabernacle. Um, my friend, Pastor Benfield, he's gone to heaven. He had me preach up there. And there was a guy in the KKK said he was going to assassinate me. But, you know, he hugged me and loved me. Mm. He said after that sermon, I met him years after, he said, I don't know who he was. He said, I love you. I pray for you every day. He said, God took that racial problem out of my heart. Mm. My preacher wow. had you come and pastor, I mean, to preach. And, and my pastor um, allowed me to preach. And, and um and um, that preacher got a hold of my um, prejudice heart. He said, that night I was going to assassinate you. I was part of the KKK. And, but that's going to be a key. You know, and, um, and, and I have white preachers preach for me. Not just any white preacher or any black preacher. Independent, fundamental Baptist. I'm talking about well-rounded. See, yes, sir. we've got to see that the greatest thing that we got going now is soul winning and buses. Amen. But this is, this is pioneer work in the it black is. community. Yes, sir. Black traditional preachers okay are using the race card in the wrong way many of them mm -hmm. many of the politicians because so many times you know see this 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 is tragedy this is a tragedy to be silence is to be consent silence is consent so so many years preachers have been silent mm -hmm. Through slavery, some people preachers were silent. Silent through civil rights movement, um, preachers were silent. Ch uh, black churches were bombed. Um, they were lynched. Um, they were taught they don't have souls. They were taught they're half the men. Mm. There's so much hatred because of slavery, because of civil war. You got grandparents. You got grandchildren. There's so much prejudice and hatred in hearts. Mm. It, it carries over to today. You're the young generation. Mm -hmm. To you, it's not a big issue. It's the older guys. Mm -hmm. Some of the, uh, uh, you know, uh, Peter had a problem, Acts chapter 10. Yes, sir. Um, Paul had to correct him in Galatians mm -hmm. 2. I'm not in the cancel culture type of thing. They're, they're canceling George Washington, Jefferson. Everybody has faults. There's people cancel uh, Martin Luther King and all that. Stuff. You look at the good David bragged on Saul. So when I yeah. get up, we haven't reached all races everywhere. Conference. Yes, sir. You know, it's the older guys, some of them. One the older, I don't want to mention his name, fundamental preacher. I mean, I mean, he just actually blasted me. I, I, I mm. won't even get in. I won't. I won't get into the the mm. the. the, the wow. it, it, they don't want to deal with this. They say you you don't, you don't have to you don't have to talk about it and you don't have to try to um, you know talk about these things. They still got that in them, some of them, mm. and some of the black guys got it in them. So it's going to take your generation to say, look, um, it's unbiblical. It's not right. 
Um, there's so much hatred here. Now, if you don't, if you don't want, you, they don't want to date a different nationality, you don't want to get married, that's your business. But don't say it's a sin when so much of that's going on in the Bible and good people. Yes, and don't, don't tell, tell people that they're not good enough. And um, I believe you had one of your questions, you might ask me a little bit later, about why so many bus kids and blacks come on the bus, but you can't see families in these churches, whole families yes, and things sir. like that. Well, a lot of times when they're growing up in these churches, you got to understand the black people are using the prejudice problem the wrong way. The white people are using it wrong. And so when they tell black people, you know, that they're not accepted, they're not wanted, mm. or they can't date, or they're not good enough, you know, um, or, or there's a curse upon you. You know, these people will draw away and, and they'll, you start losing them if they don't feel loved. you got to understand that the socialists and communists and liberals are using the race card in the wrong way. Mm -hmm. That's how they got Trump. That's how they took Trump down. They brand him as a racist every day. Propaganda, propaganda. That's what they did uh, with the Jews with Hitler uh, in Hitler's day. So people hear this. They hear this. They hear this constantly. And so um, I'll go into a church. Sometimes the Black Lives Matter crowd will get mad at me. Sometimes the white people will get mad at me because both sides have issues. Mm -hmm. They have issues. Yes, sir. But the, the gospel will break down the barriers as yeah. we preach truth. Yes, sir. But we got to teach, the, you know, teach the, the whole book. Yes, sir. All of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. And uh, mm -hmm. you kind of answered it there and hinting mm -hmm. at it. But, you know, I love the bus ministry is something that's heavy on your heart. Yes, sir. Honestly, I would say that it's probably the best church ministry out there, hands down. And I love the bus ministry. I've been working in it for years. And I know you have as well. But a trend that you've probably noticed and I've seen is many of the bus kids that do come on the buses are a black or they're a minority, yet most of the churches that they come from are typically white with very few minority families. Why do you think that is? Because, like I was saying earlier, um, they're young. You can get them to come, okay? Their parents are older, the grandparents. Propaganda is teaching them. That white preacher, those mm -hmm. people don't want you there. They don't want you there. They don't want you there. You gotta understand. There was a time where if a black guy just looked at a, a white girl, he, he'd get hanged, he'd get killed. Um, there was a time that even in the '80s, um, as I went around traveling mm -hmm. in the um, uh, choir, the men's choir, and this is in the '80s when I was going to Bible college, mm -hmm. some of the big churches, the fundamental churches, um, they would not allow black people to be members. Hmm. Or, wow. or or, to, or if this blows your mind, yeah, a young person. You know, so that's why I say people don't want to hear this. Yeah, it's one of those things you it's, hear, but you don't realize. I'm not canceling these guys out. Yeah. I'm not canceling these great fundamental leaders out. Mm -hmm. Okay, I've been to, you name the fundamental me meetings. I've been I've been to them. I, I have a part in them. Mm -hmm. And um, my president of my college, I graduated from Bible mm -hmm. College, told him I loved him. But it was his church that did not baptize black people. Temple Baptist Church in Detroit, Michigan. Mm -hmm. Vic and Norris. And, mm -hmm. and it's not that I cancel all these guys out. I don't cancel Peter out. I don't cancel um, people. The, the mistake we're making is, if you mention the mistakes of these fundamental leaders, they just cancel you out. I don't cancel them out. They did good things, but they made mistakes. Mm -hmm. You know, John Rice is a great man, but he taught segregation. Yeah, They taught these things. These things are still in the book. But we still need to get the good. You need to get the good yes, out sir. of Jefferson. You need to get the good out of Martin Luther King. You need to get the good. Like I said, um, David um, bragged on Saul mm -hmm. who tried to kill him. Yeah. He sang a, sing a song about him. See, all this in the King James yeah. Version Bible. But when I, when I preach at these churches, they don't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. They're so scared you're going to rock the boat. But eventually, you know what happens? These churches dwindle down to nothing or they're gone. Mm -hmm. They're gone. You cannot 
pamper with people that don't want to know the whole truth. Yes, sir. So once we start addressing this, we'll be able to help these families, help the parents, help the grandparents. But we got to assure them the white preachers got to realize what they've gone through. You got those four girls were bombed in that church years ago. This is before you were mm -hmm. born. Yeah, yeah, I was five years old. See, you don't. That's another thing. They don't teach these yeah. things in mission classes. They need to teach black history. They need to bring somebody in and teach so you can reach these people and keep them. Mm -hmm. You see, because they're hearing all this garbage. Look what the liberal socialist communists, they're getting them. Yeah. Look all these liberal churches, contemporary, you know, fundamentalists. We got the truth. We got the best. But the devil sometimes fights the ones that's going to help people the yeah. most. You know, so we got to have to work hard at it. I, and, and me, I want white families, whole white families. Mm -hmm. I'm in the black community. And the white preacher, he wants black families. It's, it's, you still, it's, it's the elephant in the room. It is Satan's stronghold, mm -hmm. the race thing. Yes, sir, it is. You're addressing it. You're a young man because you see this is your future. Mm -hmm. Where, where's America headed? Yeah. But God's opened the doors. I'm preaching a number of churches. God, I mean, they're, 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 they want, there's a number of them that want it. You know, they want it just like I want it, you know. Yes, sir. It's true. It's one of those things that you have to address it and you have to do something you about it. Yeah, deal with it. Because, I mean, you can do what we're doing and have a conversation about yeah. it. But if you don't do anything about it, you don't put you know, oh. shoe leather to the actions, then what, oh. you're just as bad as people that aren't doing Silence anything. Silence is consent. Yeah, exactly. Silence is consent. Yeah. And the great thing is, though, is that the gospel is what changes things. That's what changes things. The gospel is what bridges the gap. The gospel mm -hmm. is what brings us together. And that's what I love about when you read in the Bible, you have where... Paul whistled Peter to the face, but he knew that the gospel is what made the difference. It there didn't matter go. if they were a Jew or a go. Greek or a Gentile. Go. The gospel, the fact that they were saved was what brought them together. And that's the Thank thing you. that we as Christians have to get in our minds when we have to grasp and understand that truth that no matter what color our skin is, Thank you. as long as we are saved, we're in the same family Thank of God. You. And that's what matters. Thank you. But uh, how as we as Christians, how can we better reach the black community for Christ? I believe it's what I said before, and I want you to pray about it. You know, and I believe God's going to burn hearts. He's doing it. Mm -hmm. um, um, I, I'm looking for white preachers to work with me side by side. Mm -hmm. Get off the black and white thing. Don't worry about somebody saying, well, he's a black preacher. I hear somebody saying, I can't wait till you go to your black church. I tell them, well, this is not a black church. This is an independent fundamental Baptist church. We're striving to reach the black community. But we got an opportunity. We got an obligation mm -hmm. to reach whites, Spanish. You know, I don't say I'm coming to visit your white church. Let's get it. We're independent, fundamental Baptists. Yes, sir. So the answer to your question is laborers. We need laborers mm -hmm. to work side by side. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Brother Kenny Bowen, great man of God, loves God. Many of what we consider white churches, not black churches, mm -hmm. many of them have them, but they got to be willing to go and say, hey, i like to be assistant pastor. I like to come mm -hmm. work side by side, side by side. Mm -hmm. It'll help them reach more black people and white people yes, and sir. Spanish people. And the, the answer to your question is we got to get white missionaries burdened to see that it's a whole different culture. Just like you study the culture and you go there, yes, sir. it's a whole different culture. And and go in the black community, plant you a church. Mm -hmm. Go there like you yeah, do in Africa. Yeah, it's a mission Go there. Thank you. Pastor Wilkerson there um, is having um, Pastor Brandon work with him, a white preacher in the black community, pastoring those black people. Mm. But it's not just a black church. It's got different nationalities mm. of people, but they're in the black community. And that's the way it's going to get done. And white and black mm. preachers going to work with these white preachers. And they're putting them on their staff. Mm -hmm. Look, name the fundamental Baptist churches. How many do you see with black staff and leadership? Think about it. And there's black guys. God's raising mm -hmm. them up. You can't say there's, there's yes, none sir. anymore. They're, they're, they're raised they're up. Everywhere, yeah. But you got to deal with that issue. 
You got you got to be willing to deal with it. You don't you don't hire them just because you're color. But you got to find somebody straight, fundamental, Baptist, hard worker, got character. <laughs> you don't just hire. We don't want to do that. We don't want to we don't want to make that mistake. You know you don't you don't want to be prejudiced against white people to get a position. But you're gonna have to get people on your staff that show the people that you're trying to reach. Like like what well, that's the reason importance. I want somebody white as a white as the pastor so it can reflect white people when they come in here. They can look on your platform. Yes, sir. Reflecting our community. Mm -hmm. But go ahead. What you gonna say? Yes, I, was, I wasn't gonna say anything. I was just listening. <laughs> <laughs> now this it's stuff. Good. Now this stuff you're talking about. You know, it's gonna take people like you as a young man. But there's some preachers. They, they don't want this stuff talked about. Mm -hmm. But it's it's destroying our country. Yes, sir. Silence is consent. Yeah. But go ahead. Yes, I just kind of bridging off of that. I guess I know that you said soul winning is something that you care about deeply, and I've gathered that by talking to you here and yes, seeing sir. your church and having a gospel conference and things. Yes, sir. But can you give the listeners a challenge about the importance of soul winning and why it matters today? The why that we uh, have to keep soul winning. Oh, we we we've got to keep soul winning because that's the great commission. That's what I was taught when I got saved. That's what blew my mind. You know, when I went to Bible college, I talked to mission director. I talked talk to the um, pastors. And I was mind-boggling because we were taught the soul went everywhere, go everywhere. I mean, reach everybody, mm -hmm. baptize. And, you know, and that's the great commission. Pre uh, preach the gospel to uh, um, every creature, Mark 16, 15, Matthew 28, 18 to 20. I mean, that's the church. Mm -hmm. I mean, soul winning is it. That's that's Jesus commanded. That's his life. And that's what's going to change this. Yes, sir. You see what I'm saying? And so, but it's got to be everywhere. We can, we must go soul winning and not skin winning. We mm. go in white areas, we go to black yes, <laughs> One true. white preacher says, yo, black people, stay over there. We got enough white preacher, uh, white people getting the gospel. No, no, we got a responsibility. Yeah, to reaching, reach all people. Every, that's why we're having the reaching every, uh, reaching every, uh, reaching every, every race, everywhere conference, rare conference, R-A-R-E, reaching all races um, everywhere. See, reaching all races, and it's a rare Bible conference because we're emphasizing on reaching all races everywhere. Amen. Amen. Yes, because sir. that's soul winning. Yes, sir. And I want you to pray about that meeting coming up June. That's right. We got the dates here, June 13th through 18th. I want you to pray. Start praying about that. Yes, sir. And pray I we will. get some white preachers and black preachers. Amen. To come. <laughs> yes, sir. And if you're listening, pray for that conference. Pray for that conference. God can do a great work in it right there. I can guarantee you that. Yes, sir. And hopefully, if you've been listening, hopefully the listeners here, you've gathered. A key part of our conversation, we keep emphasizing soul winning in the gospel. Yes, sir. Because that is what makes the difference. That's it. You know, you can do different little schemes to try to make a difference, but yes, in sir. and of itself, the Bible, God's word, God is what makes the difference in the gospel. That that life changing right. power, changing us on the inside out, and making a difference in our life, and sending us on our way to heaven instead of hell, what we deserve. And the gospel is what makes the difference. It makes the difference. And you know, you, you read James, uh, pure religion. After the gospel changes people, we change society. Yep. But we see what's going on in our country. That's why I'm mm -hmm. glad you're dealing with this race issue. This is a reflection on the church. The gospel should bring changes. Mm -hmm. And we're supposed to preach from Genesis to Revelation. Yes, sir. And one thing that we got to say is we need to get balanced. See, years ago, you see, the social gospel was used with black mm -hmm. people. And still used today, the social gospel. So what I mean is um, we need a balance. There are... You know they're they're out and they thank God for the help that they've done to many poor people and black people, but what we need is a balance. You need that spiritual, mm -hmm. you need that soul winning, and you need and you got the, on the other side you got the um, fundamental um, Baptist and soul winning, but the Great Commission is discipling them, teaching them, and helping them. So we need a balance. We need to help mm -hmm. help. See, there's a, there's a there's a people that's been oppressed so much. You got to realize through history they couldn't vote. Think about that. Yeah. They couldn't ride in the, in the front of the bus. It's been back in the bus. 
uh, think about all that they, yes, they went through. Think about they couldn't eat in a restaurant um, with another white person. Think about this. Think about mm -hmm. this. Uh, you would go to jail if you married only the black African mm -hmm. people, not not different ethnic groups as well, black African-American people. Think about all that they've gone through. They couldn't yes, be members of the church. Watch this. They couldn't even be part of their Bible colleges. Wow. Mm. See how deep this thing yes, is? Yes, sir. So now we get the gospel out, but we got to be balanced and say, mm -hmm. we're going to take try to help you with your needs. Martin Luther King was criticized because he helped a lot of black people that were oppressed. You see, he, he emphasized on that, you see. So you need both. My, my dream is bigger. I just, I want to, I want to deliver free black people, but not only um, from, um, you know, physical things. I want them to have the best independent fundamental mm -hmm. Baptist soul in the church. Many of them don't. If you knew what's going on in the black church, it would break your heart. Mm -hmm. You know, it's socialism, it's communism. Look at Black Lives Matter. Sharpton and those guys, prosperity preaching, um, uh, works, work salvation. Mm -hmm. it, it's a heartbreaker. Yeah. So soul winning, We'll take care of that, yes, disciple sir. them, but we got to get them into churches. Mm -hmm. And thank God your, your burden is you want to see black families in these um, mostly white populated mm -hmm. churches, but they're going to have to be taught yeah. about black people, just like you're taught about Jewish people or um, mm -hmm. like you go to Africa somewhere. It's a nation within a nation. You know that. You go yes. down to the black community. Well, you've seen the riots, man. Mm -hmm. you, you can't tell me they're looking, yeah. they're looking at the news and say, hey, something's up here. Mm -hmm. So that, thank God for your burden. I believe, God, as we pray, man, hey, 40 years I've been after this thing. I've been going to these churches. Many of them have yes, no sir. black families in it. God's been using me to go and hit on these issues. Some of them love it. Some of them never have yeah. me back. <laughs> it depends what they want. Uh -huh. okay. Yeah, it's one of those things, too, that like if we don't reach them with the gospel, then the communists will reach they, them, then the world will reach them, look, the public look, schools. Look at our country. Yeah. But I believe we can see a great revival. We can. I, but we're going to have to, young men like you, got to have to be bold, man. Now, I preach sometimes, maybe a revival or something. They'll take this stuff down from the internet because they don't want the Black Lives Matter hear it. They don't want the uh, mm. the, the uh, prejudiced white people hear it. So they'll take it down. But you, we're in a cancel culture. Yeah. Stuff that you're putting over the air, put it over the air. Don't be scared. Yeah. Just just let God do what he's going to do, Amen. man. Amen. Yes, sir. And then last <laughs> question I got for you here. We'll close this up. Do you mind sharing with us uh, what your life verse is and then just give a, a closing challenge sure. from that verse? Sure. Uh, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ. Mm. They said when I came to Knoxville, you'd never be able to do it. You'd never be a black pastor, be able to pastor over white people or different nationalities. It'd be just a black church. You can't do it. But Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. You can do it through Christ because my life is Christ. And we've broken history here in Knoxville. <laughs> And the, all the years of Knoxville in the history of this place, never been, and still is, still is not mm -hmm. a black, independent, fundamental black preacher with different nationalities of people in this church being black. Mm -hmm. With the bus ministry, heart for bus ministry, yes, missions, sir. standards, it's, it's, it's done through Amen. Christ. And it can be done all over the country with black preachers mm -hmm. and white preachers. Yes, sir. And do you mind, lastly here, mm -hmm. I know I said that was the last question, but... Yes, sir. In case anyone listening has a question to ask you or anything, is there maybe a way they can contact you? Maybe like an email address? Sure, church sure, website, sure. sure. Like our, our church website is simple. Think of Grace Bible Baptist Church, gbbc.us. Think of Grace Bible Baptist Church, United States. So gbbc.us. Our website will pull up. Sermons are there. Thank you, brother, for mentioning that. I've been preaching on black history. I'm sure there's some white preachers that are really concerned and black preachers. They want to understand black people. They want black families in their church. I believe that, brother. I do not believe they're white supremacists. I don't believe they're KKK people. It's just that ignorance, brother. 
Mm. People are so ignorant of black African-American people. It's pathetic. Yeah. I, even me being black, I was ignorant. Mm. Can you imagine that? You know it's rough. When you get that. But God has taught me some things through these mm-hmm. 40 years. Amen. And thank you so much for taking time out of your day for this interview. It was a blessing to me, and it, it, I'm charged up and fired up after hearing it. So, and I know hopefully the listeners same thing as well. And I would encourage you to reach out to this man's church's website here, Grace Bible Baptist Church, and uh, comment. Let him know you enjoyed the interview. If you have any questions, feel free to ask him. I know we'd love to answer those questions you may have, have a conversation with you, and that kind of thing. So thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Oh, thank you, my and brother. And can you close this podcast episode out in a word of prayer yes, for us? Yes, yes. Father, we thank you so much, dear Lord, for this wonderful podcast that is being used for your glory and your honor. Thank you for this young man that has such a burden to get the gospel out through all people, being a young man that has no fear in his heart what man could do unto him. Help him to stay focused on you. And dear God, the listeners, help them to stay focused on you. Don't don't fear no man. And I've been threatened, no doubt about it, and um, criticized. But that's okay. Jesus, we're doing your will. The main thing is we please you. That's all should matter, glorifying you. And we believe this glorifies you in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah.